Okay, we're good to go. Amazing. Now we're recording. How the hell are you? Who are you? <laughs> we're, we're good. <laughs> yeah. We're the Coffer Sisters. Um, actual sisters. That's the first thing everyone asks. I thought it'd be pretty obvious yeah. by the name, but it's not. <laughs> everyone thinks we're twins because we look identical, but... <laughs> Um, well, it's not that obvious. Maybe you were just really good friends who, I don't yeah. know, felt a sisterhood. But you actually are True. sisters. But you're yeah, not, no, we're real you're sisters. Not, but not twins. Yeah. <laughs> so you're Welsh, right? Yeah. So what's like the biggest misconception or misunderstanding about being Welsh? Oh. <laughs> There's a reputation about Welsh people. <laughs> but... Um, I I've never really met those kind of people that they um um there was a show about about Welsh people it was um very tacky and very um kind of slutty, slutty. <laughs> yeah but it's not like that at all it's actually kind of classy <laughs> it's it depends good. where you go well what was the show about I guess Welsh stereotypes or something um like a reality TV show of like them just getting drunk and partying hard especially because we're from cardiff which is like a city a proper party city but we just don't see that side no so cardiff like born and bred kind of cardiff yeah Yeah. interesting i don't know anything about cardiff i think they have a hockey team but that's about as far as my knowledge goes which probably doesn't do much for this podcast Mm -hmm. episode (laughs) (laughs) so like what's it what's it like there like how many people live in cardiff what's it like for you living there what's the entrepreneurial landscape Um, like for you so we always kind of like (laughs) recommend people not to come here because we find it really boring but Um, when we bring people here they love it i think we're just very different i guess it's because we've lived here all our lives we just want to go travel to different places and we always take people to more of the countryside or to like the national parks brecon beacons is yeah. beautiful there's some good hikes around interesting so it's like a nature lovers kind of paradise but it's also got a lot of partying going on <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, yeah that's right that sums it up <laughs> yeah, so this is the first time we've we've spoken um like actually it's the first time I've even heard you speak because I haven't listened to any podcasts or interviews or anything like that with you before. Yeah. But your brand is clearly loud, but you two seem pretty chill is my first impression. Oh, good. Aww. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd say, um, we've definitely got a very obvious branding going on. Yeah. But which we love. That's, that's the whole point of everything we do. We just want it all to be consistent. Yeah. Yeah, and, and you do that well, and we're going to get to all that good stuff shortly. But maybe you can start with the the story of, or maybe it was like a, a video you did of the tattoo parlor, which was kind of your first start in the video world, if I'm reading correctly. Yeah, yeah. so we've, yeah, yeah, yeah. So when we, basically, we were kind of both doing retail jobs, um, and we just wanted to do, it just wasn't us, and we just wanted to do something fresh, and we've always loved doing videos, um yeah we we were always filming but um holidays our, and our things. friend was just like oh I'm doing this event do you want to like film it because I know that you love your cameras and stuff and we're like yeah and that's how like we just started and we actually just jumped in the deep end and quit our jobs and just started doing our videos the um video we did with the tattoo um parlor was we because we just did it for our friend basically they then contacted us the event and they were like can you do the rest of them and we were like whoa maybe 
maybe we're okay at what we're doing and maybe we can do this. <laughs> so you you jumped in like yeah. completely completely green like but you must have kind of known what you were doing like I mean making videos is not that easy so you kind of yeah. must have had some sort of background like did you have any like training or education uh, or just well, goofing well, around making videos of each other it was literally yeah. just we've just grown up doing travel videos together and we've always documented no matter where we've gone and we've always we're, we're self-taught we just literally just mess around yeah so it's yeah um so we'd never really done it as it's weird because we're not technical at all with our cameras. So we've we've always just gone with the flow and yeah, kind of just, just had fun with it. Yeah. So we've learned everything through mistakes and just yeah. have yeah, having Trial fun. Yeah. <laughs> so you got your first kind of like break, I guess you could say, with your friends in the tattoo parlor, but that seems like I don't know. Way off wedding. <laughs> well, it's a per yeah, I guess you could say that. But it's a perfect <laughs> yeah. start for you and probably something that carried on. Like Okay, so I'm jumping around a little bit here, but I was thinking about you two and like who hires you, and it seems like you pretty much got a a clear demographic of people who are attracted to your brand, and it's very kind of rock and roll tattoos and <laughs> you know like fun outgoing exuberant yeah. kind of people. Yeah, it's from the from when you started, you know, in the, around the tattoo parlor yeah. days, like to now, like what what is it like when you get approached by people who aren't those kind of like extrovert rock and roll ish um, kind of people like do you take chill normal people's you know weddings yeah, and, yeah we, we yes i know yeah, i'd yes, say yeah i i feel like um we still get a lot of inquiries that aren't our style and if they still sound really fun and like we know we could have like yeah like, a good time and do it well we i i guess we we always try to vibe with all of our couples and like there's got to be something that really attracts us to their wedding um but yeah that doesn't always because we get a lot of inquiries that are like oh we're not as alternative as like all your other couples and that doesn't really put us off it's more that we want to keep doing unique things we yeah. don't want to get stuck in doing not boring but like more traditional like we want to steer away from traditional weddings yeah. and yeah so or if they're not alternative as a couple they might have a a crazy wedding even though they're not you know <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 maybe the traditional will be your alternative one day yeah just like, <laughs> maybe <laughs> <I know. laughs> it is turning that way no that's awesome and it's clearly working very well for you and when I think about, I asked Monica Frias, who's another uh, filmmaker who's coming to Way Up North. I did a podcast with her about a month ago. Yeah. And like, she's all business. She's the real deal, just like you are. Yeah. And I asked her a similar question, like basically, why weddings? And and I'm yeah. curious about that because like with filmmakers, you have like, filmmakers are like, you know, they have a wide breadth of talents. So you, you have to understand a lot of things. I think more than photographers, to be honest. And so like, I always get curious why you get bogged down or maybe bogged down is the wrong word. Like, why do you do weddings when, you know, there's a world of businesses out there oh God, who are just like starving yeah. for this type of creative film skills. So, um, again, when we first started, no, literally no one was doing videos in around us it was very yeah. very very rare to find videography in the wedding Industry maybe we in should, the UK. maybe we should start from the beginning as in so the reason we got into weddings is because do you remember tumblr 
Oh yeah. <laughs> Old yeah. school. Sure. We could so, never get it to work for us to like get the big viral kick that Tumblr yeah, was known for. I but. feel like it was more back in the day it used to be huge. I, it probably is still going, but I've, I haven't gone on it in years. But I know, I remember when it was like a prop, everyone had their own little blogs and, and I remember a video went viral. A wedding video. Yeah. And one that you did? No, no, no. no someone else's. It was oh, what are they called? The kind of family. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So it was this massively American, like little chapel. It was kind of like Kill Bill vibe. Um, it was beautiful. It was the most beautiful video I'd ever seen for a wedding. And I thought, oh my God, I didn't know. Weddings wed- could, could yeah. be that amazing, that yeah. fun and different. Because where we're from, the only wedding videos we see are the like oh. really slow. Like we wouldn't be able to watch a three minute video of a wedding <laughs> over, over here. Like back in the day we're talking. Yeah, back, back, back yeah. in the day. <laughs> and um, so this kind of blew us away because we'd never seen one that had been cool, like fun. And just so different. That wasn't like your stereotypical church wedding. So that straight away blew us away. And we were like, I would I, love to yeah, do that I in the UK. Yeah. So that's kind of how we got the idea of doing weddings. And we contacted a load of um, like alternative wedding blogs. And um, just we ran a competition actually to do some yeah. free wedding videos. And that's how we, we started with weddings. It really kicked off really well. But our main thing is that we didn't want to do a normal, we wanted to be really stand out as doing weddings our way. And so. Well, for somebody who's never seen one of your typical, like Costa styled videos, mm-hmm. like how would you describe it? A music video, I guess. Yeah. It's kind of, it's very high energy, fast clips. Yeah. Really fast paced and. And the mu again, like the- I think the music kind of sets it as well, which is quite rock and rolly, I guess, like mm-hmm. heavier than a normal. What you wouldn't expect a wedding video to sound like. Yeah, sounds almost like you make wedding videos fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We <laughs> thank <do>. you. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. Like I haven't thought of this before, but like when you think of wedding videos, it's like okay, begin with the drone shot oh, and all yeah. the music, yeah. And, yeah. and that's cool. Lots of people love that, and it <laughs> yeah. is very beautiful. But it you know it's kind of like a morose tale of a wedding day but it sounds to me like you just kind of like fuck it let's make it fun yeah we don't put we kind of feel like we don't have to stress about oh god we have to put in the cake cutting and we just anything that's fun fast energy dancing everyone enjoying themselves yeah we just make a wedding video that we'd be interested in watching yeah it's a big mashup there's no order to it yeah it just looks yeah we it's, just want it to look a like headache. a massive party basically <laughs> yeah how much do you interject like your own personalities into like the day of like oh, when you're doing God. when you're doing projects whether it's like weddings or anything else that you're doing like i mean your brand is kind of like big and you know yeah robust yeah. or whatever and so like do people expect that out of you with uh, your personality definitely. We, we, we definitely word? we're like that at, at the wedding day we're so hyped up we're like so excited and we love what we're filming and um yeah like, which is a big part of why we we're so fussy with the weddings we choose because yeah. we want to be that hyped and that excited on the day yeah so we always well, look, basically yeah so a lot of every project we do with 
we're so excited we're for it. And you can tell, yeah. definitely. I think, so when we edit, we do it on mute because we annoy, we cringe each other out at how excited <laughs> we are on the day. Yeah, we'd never give out our raw footage because we're just like, oh my gosh, it's amazing. <laughs> Are you really like that yeah. all the time? Oh yeah, Jesus Christ. <laughs> sounds exhausting. <laughs> it should be, but it isn't. <laughs> that's that's really interesting. Like, well, I mean, it makes sense. You love what you do, and you're great at it. But uh, I I don't know. Like, I always think of like when I I've never made a film, photographed yeah. a ton of weddings. But when I think of filmmakers, they're oftentimes just kind of like slowly moving yeah. with their gear and kind of in the shadows or they try to be you know and sounds like you two just kind of get right in there like what's it like with you working with photographers for example well this is the thing is we 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 preach a lot about this in our workshop um that with you um we just talk about how like the difference yeah between um well we just we're just all about just you've got to like really enjoy yourself and stuff like that and we have worked with a lot of people that um are very quiet and stuff like that which is nothing wrong with and um but with our experience we would personally prefer a bit more like enthusiasm <laughs> but uh, like a lot of the time we we shadow a photographer yeah so we we do work really well with with yeah, yeah. no especially cuz most times the weddings we've gone to have two photographers so there's four of us and it seems a bit overwhelming but it it ends up just being so much fun fun. yeah Yeah. enjoyable and most people hire people who have the same kind of style and branding as us so it when that happens it's the perfect combination yeah yeah wicked so like you two like as individuals how are you like to, like how are your personalities similar or different or would you say you're two oh, you should be twins would you say i would say we're exactly the same like <laughs> yeah there's not crazy. many differences i wouldn't yeah. say it's yeah it's a bit weird <laughs> <laughs> but i kind of think we bring different things to the table like with when it comes to our work it's it's crazy like well like that, half a brain each and we like work well, that, together okay, really you kind of well. say you segue that perfectly actually because i like i don't really I can't really think of many other film teams that actually are like a team, like, like what you do. Like I can think of quite a few studios and they might, you know, send their people out individually to go do weddings or whatever. But like you two do everything together. And like, what's that like? Like, how do you like distribute tasks or like, but like you must butt heads with ideas from time to time. Like what is your working relationship like? It's just really well. (laughs) Like, um I think because we've always been close yeah it we just kind of know how each other works so it just makes everything so easy yeah you think because again one of the most top questions we get asked is how do you not kill each other and to be honest like we've never had any just working together is a dream like it's it should be really difficult (laughs) (laughs) I know there's a lot of people who do um they're like husband and wife and they work in Duos. separate rooms and stuff like that to like avoid any bust ups. <laughs> so we'd expect to be like that, but we're actually, yeah, no, we, again, we just enjoy it all. Like, I think we do it all together. Yeah. Yeah. We do have our set things. 
like okay just to jump in like do you guys like live together do you have like partners do you have kids do you have dogs do you have cats like what's your like personal life like like what do you guys what do you do (laughs) like (laughs) (laughs) so we're not living together at the moment but oh we we, we have in the past yeah and we yeah we do we we do live <laughs> so um basically we have a converted garage that we've turned into our office so we see each other every day yeah um and yeah so i live with my partner and yeah there's a little doggy because <laughs> we love dogs we also um would you say babysit dogs dog sit we dog, dog sit yeah that's a little part time little job on the side just because for fun <laughs> oh man yeah. like our the planner for way up north her name is Erin bishop who you'll get to to know very well yeah. during yeah. the days of the event and uh she's obsessed with dogs and she was her first oh. job was like a dog sitter so or a dog oh. walker actually she was a dog walker that's amazing we have to have a dog on our lap when we're editing it's like so amazing we have two dogs here right now <laughs> <laughs> So dog lovers, yeah, like it. Uh, that's going to go over well when you get to Stockholm. <laughs> oh my god, can't wait! <laughs> All right, so like, I guess I kind of like went there with the question because I'm curious. Like, what do you like when you're not the Costa sisters? Like, oh, like depressed. I understand, I understand that it's important to invest a lot of yourself in your businesses. Like yeah. anybody, that's just like common sense. It's like, invest your time, invest your passion into it. Otherwise, it's probably not going to succeed. clearly you're a a success story of that so like what goes on when you're not costa sisters well the good thing about our business is because we don't just do wedding we do really try and put all our hobbies into it like bikes and tattoos and all that stuff that's that's how that's kind of been put in and our biggest thing is yeah traveling um we work a lot on bucket lists and stuff so because we want to do weddings and filming as far away as possible from our hometown. So everything we do, we, I think we've done maybe one wedding in Cardiff. We've, we've yeah. never, we've always branded ourselves to be able to travel. Interesting. Interesting. So you're, you're big bucket list kind of people oh yeah. and you kind of use those passions or, or curiosities to achieve the bucket list item to kind of like drive your entrepreneurial ventures a little bit. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah we're obsessed with traveling we there's nothing that inspires us more than a good trip away yeah <laughs> yeah so when you started out like how did you brand yourselves as these uh traveling destination videographers wow. like what were some steps you did i guess we just did a lot of traveling anyway so like we were just posting a lot of pictures of that and because we were combining travels as well as like with weddings and stuff like that it just kind of happened for us like fell into place yeah yeah. people were like oh they they travel like they'll travel for my wedding or you know and it just made things I remember a lot of people used to think we were from America which we (laughs) love (laughs) but um because we were always in America like kind of posting and traveling and just documenting everything and yeah, and then like we got hired to do a, a lot of weddings in America. And... Mostly, so we're big into like um, making friends yeah. on Instagram. That's, that sounds a bit <laughs> weird, yeah. but so a lot of our friendships. Um, uh, just people in the wedding industry in America, and we've made a lot of friends along the way. 
and they've ended up like recommending us and yeah. that's how we get our work really like yeah, abroad definitely. like through making friends through instagram <laughs> it's interesting to yeah. hear that because like i've with this crew that's coming to Stockholm um, this this upcoming October, I've done a few podcasts with everybody, and there's no real bag of there's no move, there's no like golden hashtag. There's just like mm, being yeah, a normal definitely. person, and that sort of results in what you want to happen. It sounds like that's exactly what's going on with you two. Yeah, yeah. We there's obviously a lot of things that everyone hates about Instagram, but for us, it's always just been the dream. Like we've yeah. made friends all around the world. It's where, but I'd say 90% of our work comes from. Yeah, and we're always just supporting everyone and like <laughs> Yeah, I think it's a perfect way to get inspired and Yeah. Oh, we just love it. Interesting. All right, so just to switch gears, your workshops. Why don't you describe like not the one you're doing in Stockholm necessarily, but in general, like why don't you chat about your workshops and like why do you do the types of workshops that you do? We just basically want to inspire people and like get people to do their business your way, break your rules and like, try, like you don't have to please everyone. And, and I think a lot of people um, get a bit caught up and a bit anxious about stuff like that. And like, we just want to show them like you, you can do it your way and just like, don't, don't have any worries. And like, you know, and also, like I said, cause we aren't massively technical with our cameras mm. and I feel like it's nice for people to know you don't have to be this yeah person who knows absolutely everything as long as you've got a vision yeah you can totally make it work you can do amazing things with just the creativity yeah. side of it and I think we love to preach kind of go wrong make mistakes and like wing it it it's amazing like it's just really refreshing so we basically do a, a two-hour talk and then we do a two-hour shooting a couple that we've brought in. Yes. And, yeah, and we just have And fun. a lot of our high-energy stuff, like, we kind of show how we get that out of our clients. And it's, it's always just so much fun. Yeah. So, and it's all about, like, hustle hard and hustle yeah. hustle. And like, like totally. The, <laughs> like, okay, so one negative thing that has been, like, spoken about um, yeah. online is, like, the hustle porn phenomenon and, like, glorifying... <laughs> Yeah, you know, glorifying the hustle. Yeah. So I'm curious with you, like, I get that you're all about the hustle thing, mm -hmm. and that's awesome, and it works very well. But like, how do you temper your passion a little bit so you don't get burnt out with this hustle, 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 like mindset? Um, I can't. Like, it all just feels like it. It never feels like we're pushing any ourselves. It's strange. Yeah. It all just comes kind of like naturally, and it's so weird. I'm not sure how to. I, I, because I've not heard of any of this, so I, I don't know. But like, oh, it was, it was the who was it? It was. It might have been the founder of Tumblr, actually, just oh, to kind maybe. of bring it full circle. Yeah. But I, I need to double check that. But it was a talk recently at a, like yeah. a tech conference, and basically what he was speaking about was like the glorification of hustle, hustle porn. Yeah, is like not a good thing. It, yeah, and I'm not yeah. like, and I guess I, I'm not giving this very much context, so it's not fair to like just throw it at you. <laughs> but I just know that like you, your like workshops are yeah. all about that. And I was just yeah. curious with you, like, how do you kind of like temper things a bit so you don't burn out? Because that is like the negative, negative result of too much hustle. Yeah. No, again, so we are super, super, I think where 
what's the phrase quality quality over, over quantity. quantity yeah so the first thing all photographers or videographers ask is oh how, how many, many weddings, weddings do you film and um, yeah and we're like oh god I, I i don't know we don't we don't count like yeah we we literally choose things that you know we're super super picky and we like we won't do back to back weddings we won't do two in a row cuz we don't want to overdo it yeah so i guess do you mean that kind of vibe sure yeah. yeah so yeah so we definitely are careful because we in our first year we did do we really overworked it and we took on too many and they weren't our style and and then it took so long to edit and we like learn a lot like <laughs> the first couple of years and, um, so when you're like, like, okay, correct me if I'm wrong here, because yeah. I'm just assuming a whole bunch of stuff. But like, if you're like, you know, promoting that, that effort, like you should hustle, you should hustle, like, and you still temper it a little bit. Like, so what are you saying to people at the workshops and things like that? When oh. you're saying you've got to hustle hard. Oh, well, so, well it's kind of, kind of the like, opposite of what, yeah. I guess. We're more like, <laughs> chill, chill so out. Like, we've got this all wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're basically teaching them how to attract their dream couples. And By like, saying no to, to people. Yeah, like turning down a lot of work. <laughs> so I guess we're telling them to not hustle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe we should put, it should be the don't hustle hard. <laughs> yes, I love it. <laughs> that should be what we're, yeah. So definitely in our workshops, we're kind of giving people the confidence to not have to take everything on because I yeah. think that's what everyone thinks they have to do. Yeah. Well, when you're starting out, like I'm just thinking about someone who's maybe in the beginning of mm. their their you know journey as a filmmaker, you know, it's yeah. hard to say no to stuff though. I mean, when you're kind of like yeah. just trying to get going. So but how, did, how, did you, how did you kind of address that in your own journey? Well, we're kind of like... Um, we, if, if we take on a lot, like some work that we feel doesn't really fit in with our kind of style and the, you know, with our branding, we kind of just keep that on a down low. Whereas we'll really like rave about the stuff that is our style. Yeah. So if we are just take it, like we wouldn't so much do that now, but when we first started out, all the things that we weren't so keen on just still amazing stuff just just doesn't fit in with our branding yeah. we just wouldn't really show it off yeah like that's yeah, how they, we built our branding 100 100 um so you just kind of like sparked an, an idea <laughs> or a thought yeah. about you like why productions like that that one word that you kind of slid in there with your branding it oh, makes sense yeah. because when i when you look at your wedding work it, it is like a production but yeah. it could also like um, it could also communicate that you want to do things outside of weddings, maybe, and be an actual yeah. like studio. It, like, is that true? Is, do you have like aspirations to do stuff and just walk away from weddings eventually? Well, we, we love doing weddings, but we love to do other things as well. So we, yeah, we're not just limited to weddings. We do like events, behind the scenes, music yeah. videos. Yeah. Basically, we just try to do a bit of everything like one of my favorite videos we did we went to a basement of a ring company this independent ring company called the great frog mm. and we saw how it was all made and that's one of my favorite things that we've done because i admired that company for so many years mm. so and, and when you're doing these types of gigs like is it still kind of like the the signature style that you would do like yeah. that you're known for within yeah. weddings yeah, yeah. absolutely 
Wow, that's it, interesting. I'm trying to like envision a ring company where it's like rock and roll. And just <laughs> so like, they like <laughs> took us to like um, bike events and um, what, what was the festival? We went to like a, a bloodstock festival or something. Yeah, I think it was called and gigs and yeah, it was just a mashup of all like summer event. Oh, it was it was amazing. We had such a blast. And they also took it us to their basement where they were like yeah that's what I was saying yeah. where we made it so it was like dark and grungy like so it like still fit in fit in yeah with um <clears throat> like with weddings like I've been around it for a while and as sounds like you have like when you have the wedding kind of like tag associated with your brand it could it can be known as like the kiss of death a little bit like it's yeah. more maybe more so in photography actually like if you're a wedding photographer it's like okay you're on the lowest rung kind of how have you kind of addressed that if if at all with with your brand being associated so so much with weddings and doing gigs outside of the wedding world has that like negatively affected you at all no i think because I, our branding is like as soon as you go onto our profile it's never just weddings yeah we really mix it up we um, yeah we make a really like conscious effort to get everything in mm-hmm. so it doesn't feel like it looks like we're just this just, just, just wedding obsessed yeah <laughs> <laughs> so, so you think, haven't like you haven't like made separate portfolios or anything no, anything we, like that no we combine it all together and it's funny because our personal ones as well oh, is yeah. very much like the Costa Sisters as well. So yeah. it's all just like one big. <laughs> Everyone always kind of says, oh, it's really like satisfying visually to see yeah. it all just fits in, <laughs> which is quite lucky. <laughs> I think, I'm trying to think of like, so, okay, so mostly Swedish people would listen to this, I'm assuming, because that's kind of yeah. the audience we have. And yeah. like, I don't know. There's like, I think there's even a law in Sweden, like written in the old books about like just kind of being um, on the same level as everybody else. Nobody sticks their head out from the sand or or whatever you want to say, like being Swedish. And I think you could say this for Scandinavians in general, like you kind of like stay in your lane and don't try to stick your head out too much. So I'm thinking about people listening to this and they're like, wow, they're so rock and roll. And they're so like. (laughs) Well, you know, you guys yeah. are pretty out there. Um, yeah. Like, okay, how can I drill this down to a question? What would your advice? What would your advice be to somebody who's kind of got it in their belly to stick out a little bit from you know the crowd, but kind of is a little bit cautious about doing so? Like, what would you do if you were in this culture of kind of being an introvert uh, when you're clearly not one yourself? Yeah. Well, I guess we'd just be like, just fuck it give it a go and like and and it like just try it have fun with it and see see what works and if it even if it it doesn't even have to be something huge but just like little steps you it's so refreshing to do something different Mm. it's like like you guys are checklist people it sounded like have you ever been in a situation where you're like okay i want to do this project because i think it's going to help me in the long run uh, have you ever done something like that? And if you have, like, what were the steps that you took to kind of like achieve the project? Yeah, I guess. I'd say, yeah, yeah. We um, we wanted to do a. Everything in the wedding world is the same. I feel, don't you think? Yeah, like, and I think in order to get like some new different ideas in, I think you've just got to make it yourself. So, like, we we wanted to do something a bit different with weddings and and we wanted to do like something same sex yeah and we wanted to make it 
kind of raunchy and <laughs> but fun yeah and girly and but we got a same-sex couple to dress up in like leather and studs and like bunny masks and like like playboy kind of vibe yeah. oh and it was just so much fun and we had this vision that we wanted to do and we were like oh no everyone's gonna think we're so weird because it just <laughs> sounds like to describe it it sounds really strange but it was just something that we just had a visual of it and we're like oh my gosh I would love to see that and like we just made it we asked two girls um who are a couple to do it with us and they're quite into like um what's it called torture garden yeah and it's I don't know (laughs) stuff that we're not into but we were like I got you (laughs) oh my gosh (laughs) this took a a turn for the (laughs) yeah (laughs) oh gosh but we wanted to do something really different so we got them to bring all like little nipple tassels and (laughs) but we wanted bride and groom but same sex okay okay this is perfect this like like the the uh how do you say this diplomatically the fetish is aside like this is exactly what i was hoping you would kind of go towards because (laughs) i'm thinking about filmmakers specifically here yeah like styled shoots with photographers is like a thing everybody does it and it's like a thing but for a filmmaker like what is what's like the best case result when you're styling something like this like what's the what's the end product and what do you hope will happen with that end product when you do a styled thing like this I guess to get more of that work back. So if whatever you're putting out there, you kind of attract back. So and not everyone has the ideas. So I think you need to see it to be able to think, oh, my God, that would be so much fun. Like we could do so. And I think it inspires little other ideas. Yeah, it gets people thinking like, but I think you have, yeah, you have to see it before you can think of it, like just getting inspired from it. All right. This is exactly what I was hoping you would say. And <laughs> I just didn't, I just didn't get there with a good question, but we got there in the end. <laughs> Amazing. Because I'm like, there are a lot of filmmakers in Sweden. Um, I can think of quite a few and it seems like, it seems like they're really playing within, you know, the, the lines a little bit. Yeah. Whereas when you speak to them, they're like, this shit sucks. I want to do something fun. So I think that I think you're going to have like a little flock of, of filmmakers kind of on your tails when you get to Sweden here. Cause uh, (laughs) there's a lot of people like even, and to be honest with you, even photographers, like I know that what I'm seeing now is a lot of photographers who want to become filmmakers. So maybe they just need to hear you guys this October to push them over the edge. But you guys do a lot of photography. (laughs) You do. It seems to me like you put out a lot of photography as well. Like, do you ever ever get hired for photo gigs? Well, a lot of people think we are photographers, but we're we're not. We don't, it's not. We don't push that side. No. We're trying to play around with it a bit more. So, because a lot of people hire. um, So I think video used to be the last thing people booked as like, oh, if we have a little bit extra in our budget, we'll do yeah, you know maybe, we, we will hire a video but we were always it was a, the, the afterthought a video was but I think now it's becoming so big that it's like, for us we've been asked to do both the photography and the video and like we're the only ones there and we're kind of like oh my gosh like there's a lot of pressure or they'll email and they'll say they want to book us before their venue or, yeah. and we're like that is mental <laughs> crazy <laughs> um so yeah what, we, like have have you not considered offering both services well that's what we're like i guess we're trying like if if we need to we are can. we good enough for that i, I know, don't know i don't know <laughs> i, I think classes as photographers like for us i think yeah video but like 
we'll try with photography well let's just be honest here the video (laughs) is a lot harder than photos (laughs) (laughs) no i don't know it's the other way around i think photography is way harder because the video comes more naturally to us so we're like how do photographers do it yeah when we turn it to the photo side of it and we're like oh my gosh how do people do this (laughs) i don't know if you if you know hannah millard do you know who she is yeah yes She's the best. She's awesome. Our first awesome. ever wedding was with her. Yeah. Oh, no way. Well, I, was, I brought her up because she presented in Stockholm um, a short yeah. while back. And yeah, what she was talking about was offering both services. And she kind of ran down her process a little bit. And it was pretty interesting to hear. Yeah. I imagine it'd be very different. A lot of pressure hard. to do both. Yeah. But she does it really well. So, yeah, she does. Yeah, that would be a, like a real fuck up if you like drop the ball <laughs> if you're having a bad day. You offer both and you're like, yeah, kind of fucked it both. <laughs> the um, You also had Lauren Scotty and Andrea Linkwist. Oh, yeah. Love them. Who are our two ultimate favorites ever. So, yeah, yeah. Oh Andrea, Andrea Linkwist has presented uh, twice and she still holds the, uh, the throne. For Honestly? the best dress. Oh, she's amazing. Um, she's at the very first event in October 2015, she uh, she knocked she everyone's it in every off. way. Honestly, yeah, like I think Lauren was pregnant when she was here. If I remember, oh, was she? Yeah, I think so. Oh, honestly, they both make me feel a bit sick. They're so good. It's just talented they are motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, they're amazing. All they're right, look, let's favorite. wind it down here. I said I would be yeah. 30 minutes. I'm already going over. So okay. what, are you looking for? what are you looking forward to with Sweden? Have you ever been to Sweden? What do you know about Sweden? We we did go. I'm I'm so looking forward to it. Like, um, I think we did go for a wedding in we did, was Scotland. That? Is that anywhere near? <laughs> I'm a bit lost. I don't know. We might edit this one out. <laughs> <'Cause> Scotland, <laughs> Scotland, edit it out. Is, Scotland is not. Not Scotland, Gotland. Oh, Gotland. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yes. Scotland. Scotland. Oh, my gosh. No, we know where Scotland is. <laughs> okay, well, Gotland is like, it's pretty magical there. If you were there, you yeah. saw the best of Sweden. It's Oh, uh, amazing. We well, that's where we impressed. went. Yeah, it was amazing. We're really excited to go back. Um, So it would be good to see, like, city. Yeah. Yeah, well, vibe. Stockholm is pretty pretty damn beautiful. So I think you'll enjoy it here. I hope so anyway. I mean, Amazing. you know, we love to travel. So yeah. this is the dream situation for us. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're stoked you're coming. It'll be fun. Thank you. Thank you for inviting us. Right on. Well, we'll, we'll wind it down there. And uh, thank you so much for taking time out of your day. I know you're super busy. So I'm glad <laughs> that we got to chat. Thank Anna, you. We've had an amazing time. All right. Have a good day. And you. Farewell. This is Acast Recommends. Every week we pick one of our favorite shows and this is one we think you're going to love. Hi folks, this is Rick Wilson from The Daily Beast's The New Abnormal. And I'm Molly Chang-Pass, a left-wing pundit and editor-at-large at The Daily Beast. I'm also an editor-at-large at The Daily Beast, a former Republican political strategist, best-selling author, and full-time troublemaker. Every Tuesday and Friday, we have fun, sharp conversations with people like Mary Trump, who revealed why her uncle is the worst president we've ever had. Or Ben Stiller on how the world of comedy is changing thanks to our political landscape. Tune in to The New Abnormal to hear us have fun conversations about a world gone mad. Acast is home to the biggest podcast from the U.S. and around the world. Subscribe to this show and hundreds more now via Acast or wherever you get your podcasts.